All right, Tuesday edition, not to be confused with a Monday or a Thursday edition. This is the day after Monday because it was a holiday yesterday, so we did nothing, nothing of use. Jesse, how was your long weekend, sir? Oh, man, long weekend was just what I needed. Was feeling real relaxed, ready to start the week out. Just, I don't know. I felt like I was going to come in. I was going to just nail it. Everything you said, I was going to be on point. And then this morning happened, and now I feel like uh, my world just twist turned upside down. Save it for the show. That's what we always say. (laughs) There'll be no singing this show. Uh, We're going to break down some NFL, couple NFL notes. I'll be honest with you. I kind of took the stance, and I'm curious if Simmons is going to hate this or not. We got a couple guys we're going to talk about NFL-wise, but I really wanted to do like a bunch of NFL next week, like once we've actually seen the product on the field. Because at this point, I don't know who to even recommend like to keep an eye on. Well, we've already been talking about it. Every week is who who do you recommend? Who do you think is a sleeper? Who do you think... Is going to be the best new QB, you know, so. So a little NFL talk. We're going to do a big breakdown on NBA. I think we're getting to the point that a lot of cards are showing that they've kind of bottomed out and are way cheaper than they have been before for the NBA. So we'll talk about that for sure. A mm-hmm. um, couple new releases. My favorite segment, Picks from Phone. Picks from Phone. I was all ready to talk about my fantasy football draft last night, but it got pushed to tonight, so. Not what does that to- mean? What? Why didn't you say anything about this to me, by the way? It came up last minute, and I hate fantasy football, but I'm all into it this year because I want to get the fantasy football crowd over here. So again, why didn't you say anything about this? Because we don't talk about show content unless we're on air. You know that. But I want to... Where is this? Who, who's this with? Is this with your cousin, brother? What's that? Uh, no, just with some people in the hobby that I know. Oh, cool. Okay, well, you should tell them to get me They needed a that. 12th man. A 12th. Okay, whatever. I'm offended. We, I do want to be a part of something, the two of us, and we'll talk more about that. We have been taught. Yeah, we'll talk about that at the end because we have an idea for getting some listener involvement interaction. We're thinking about putting up the, the bat signal. Is that how you would put it? I have, Yeah, I'm sorry. Just go ahead. This is I, would, I would like to just go ahead and address the elephant in the room. Elephant to us, not to everybody. Go ahead. Make it quick, and then we'll get into NFL stuff. So we kind of got called out like an hour or two before. Okay, so... Let me actually paint a finer picture. We're on a meeting with um, our, our representatives from Octagon talking about, you know, brand uh, growth and all these things. Can we not say the name, by the way? Can we just refer to them as the nameless wonder? Yeah, sure. So no during this, um, it's like, OK, well, this is an important meeting. We're, I'm trying to pay attention. In the meantime, I'm getting texts. I've got some personal things going on that I need to take care of. That's that's its own thing. Then all of a sudden I'm noticing, why do I keep getting all of these uh, Instagram notifications? I'm like, what is going on? And apparently an unnamed source. uh, An anonymous clown, let's call him. Him or her. There was just a uh, a post made that all of a sudden drew a lot of attention um, Mm -hmm. as far as creators, influencers in the hobby, what we're doing, how we're approaching certain Who's subjects, if we're us. biased. Yeah, mm-hmm. if we're biased because of that and all this. And, and so that kind of got flustered. And then at the same time, uh, the ETH crypto that you and I are both invested in dropped like 20% or something in the matter of like 30 minutes. And this is all happening simultaneously. Making a comeback though. All an hour ago. So all that being said, there has been it's been an absolutely insane morning for us. Um, we Mike addressed uh, this post on our Instagram page. If you guys want to check that out. Instagram um, live. I went I he live did. on Instagram. Instagram live. It was well, well covered. Well said. Uh, we're not here to start any more beef or uh, perpetuate the beef, if you will. Where's the beef is the Speak real question. Yourself. Can we talk about the NFL now? But let's now that we've said that. Let's get it on with the big picture. There you go. Get the train back on the tracks. Again, not going to spend a ton of time on it. A couple guys I wanted to mention. Tyrod Taylor named the starter in Houston. Got a lot of messages. What does this do for Deshaun? And flip side, what does this do for Tyrod? Tyrod Taylor, nothing. Can I just ask, who is Tyrod Taylor? I I don't think I've ever even heard that name. He was their backup quarterback. No reason you should have. Okay. Okay. I mean, he was a starter for Buffalo for a bit. I'm sure I'm missing another team he saw. And he was an average starter, like did okay, nothing crazy. Never like held down the job for a long period of time. He was the backup there. They, they signed think him. He's as, good enough to start. Yeah, the team is garbage. So there's yeah. no reason to invest money in Tyrod Taylor. Um, I, I don't think Tyrod Taylor is going to do anything there. I think the biggest implication is the Deshaun Watson. 
Uh, we're not digging into his, the legality of his case or anything over there, but it's pretty clear he's not the starter. It's not because of his talent level on the field. So if you have Deshaun stuff, either sell it immediately or throw it somewhere. You're not going to think about it for a year. Um, but with Tyrod Taylor, people say, is there an opportunity? What rookie cards do we look for? Zero. I wouldn't spend any. That team is terrible offensively. No reason for you to spend any money on his cards, unless you just want a card because you like Tyrod Taylor. If that's the case, have had it, no problem. Um, but in terms of buying to like flip or invest in the guy, I don't think there's any reason to do that at all. So Okay. Well, that's good to know. One less guy I have to worry about. Sure. Now, Jameis Winston is a man you know very well. You're, you know famous Jameis. I do. Famous Amos. That's he makes one's cookies. a quarterback. One's James, a who makes cookies? One of them doesn't yeah, matter. The crab cookies. That's a that's a thing. Um, Jameis is getting the start in New Orleans, which is not news. He's looking good in the preseason. We had kind of recommended him as a decent buy a few weeks ago if you were looking for him. As of right now, I, I think where his prices are at, you just stand pat and see what he does. You know, I, I think the majority of people who bought him in the last six months were in it for the short term. Like, hey, he's going to be the starter, have a couple good games, I'll be able to sell him off, quick flip. I think that's probably the easiest and the best rationale there. Um, and by the way, we're going to get into a whole bunch of collecting notes after. Some of this is kind of like the buying and flipping at the beginning. But we had a question put out in our mailbag on Facebook about uh, specific sets people like. That's going to be really the collector focus of the show. Um, but yeah, for Baker, excuse me for Baker, for Jameis, I don't think there's a lot. I, I would just kind of wait and see what he does. What does that offense look like without Michael Thomas for the most part? You know, how does he fit in there? Um, I will say Jameis, like I was looking at his PSA 10, his 2015 Prism uh, card. It, it is just about it. Well, as of a week ago, it hit almost its highest um, in the last year. And it's come down slightly since then. So that that means it hit like about 300. It's at 270 now that yeah. I would agree with you. Like right now, maybe it's just like a. He's already pretty high. Maybe wait. Yeah. Yeah. Wait and see. Yep. That's one I'd rather be late to the party than get an early and overpay. Nothing Jameis has ever done has like inspired a bunch of confidence in his playing ability in my mind. So hold off on him. Here's the one quarterback I bought heavier than any other quarterback this week. I bought three uh, 2016 Prism Silver PSA 10 Dak Prescotts. I got a crazy good deal on them, like 1600 bucks for the three of them. They're doing oh, like 700 a piece. Uh, I'd actually be curious as to what the history is on that card, if you could pull it up. Um, 2016 Dak, Prism 2016 Silver? Prism. It's, it, there's no... Silver was the base back then, so it, it may just be. But for those who are looking, he doesn't have base Prism. He only has Silver Prism. Um, give me the history of that card. What's like the peak in the last year? What's the highest sale? Um, so the last year, it sold back in September, mid-September, 1400 Okay. Low point though, did it get as low as four or five hundred? Is that right? Uh, well, like almost immediately following that, I guess he did not uh, meet expectations. No, it's when his foot got torn apart. He missed oh, the rest okay. of the season. That's yeah. right. Mid October, he went down to four hundred. Uh, and what's the population? Not that that's a huge thing, but I like to throw that out. Eleven fifty. Eleven fifty. Okay, actually, not terrible either. Um, I like Dak. I think the Cowboys are, dude. It's amazing. You and my wife are both still coughing. I don't uh, know what you wait, people Wait, did you have. hear it? I thought I muted it. You Dang it. muted it as effectively as you play sports. <laughs> not very. That's oh, not true. Why, that, would, why you say, would you say that? I play a, I throw a perfect spiral say? every time. It goes about 10 feet, but it's still perfect. You make the magic happen with the pigskin. Not everybody Thank knows you. that about you. Not many, but they um, will. Yeah, so Dak has a very talented offense. I don't think that division's all that good. I, so yeah, that's kind of Dak was kind of my money where my mouth was guy. We've been talking about Dak a little bit. I'm going to ride with the prisms and see what they do. I what only it, can bought you tell us what you bought it, you paid for them? Yeah, 1600 I said. I got a good deal. 16 on. for all three. Correct. So, oh, again, okay. very good deal. Uh, I would have paid 600 a piece, though, which is a little bit below comps. Right now, they're comping about seven. Is that correct? Or did that change? Uh, it's changed a little bit. Uh, so, it's showing... No, no, no. I'm sorry. Two days ago, 700 Yeah, okay. so that's about 700 bucks. My goal with those, I'll tell you right now, short-term flip. I hope it comes out... I hope he gets absolutely destroyed Thursday night. I want Brady to walk all <laughs> over them, obviously. Sure. But... I think they're going to have a good first quarter, first half of the season. I actually think they're going to be good all year. Um, and then my goal is basically a thousand at, a, at around a thousand is when I'll look to sell off two of the three and I'll probably hold one. Uh, I often do that when I get like multiples, take a nice, like a healthy profit on a couple, but then I'll kind of, I'll probably back pocket one for like months, end of the year and see what it does. Like, does it get crazy? Does he go on like an MVP type run and it hits 2000? You know, I don't know, but I, I'm willing to take a shot. 
So that's a good point as far as like one, like when you're buying these guys, knowing what games they've got coming up as far as like knowing that he's about to play Brady right away. And more than likely, you know, that means they're going to lose if you're a Brady fan. Um, I, I think that do you think that was a good timing as far as that purchase goes? I mean, granted, you got a great deal. So I think obviously that makes it good timing. But other if you can't get a good deal, would you recommend someone buying right now? I don't think 700 is bad. So you're talking about half of his peak and he's been hovering around the 6-700 mark for a while now anyways. So I'm, I think it's a good price if you're optimistic on the guy, which I am. I, I'm okay. actually like, I, I think he's going to play well. I think the team, for the reasons I stated, I think he's going to be competitive. Okay. And I don't think I'm going to find it. Because here's the thing too, in the NFL, obviously this is the first time we're having a season, a full season start kind of, We've had the crazy peak in pricing. We've had a, ver- a leveling off the floor. So here is what I'm curious about. Basketball, to me, has always been almost the most immediate. Guy goes off of 50 points and stuff spikes that night. Baseball, couple games and it spikes. Football, the tough thing about it is you only have one game a week. So usually, you're, now you, you will have some occasional spikes, like a six-rounder who nobody had ever heard of comes out and gets a starting job and has two touchdowns. Okay, immediate spike, no question. But like a guy like Dak, I don't think it's a, like I think they're going to get beat by the Bucks. I don't think it's going to affect his pricing that much, even if he doesn't look good. It just seems like, again, this is based on past experience, which now we're kind of in a new world. But it always seemed like with football, it's more of a delayed reaction. Guy plays great. OK, after two or three weeks in a row, then we see the price jump. Guy okay. plays terrible. Not a big deal. Prices don't aren't affected that much. So that's kind of what I'm working off because okay. I think they're going to lose the first game, but I think they win a few in a row. So well, that kind of answers my question because I was going to ask, like, if you got you two for quarterbacks. No, no, no. I think this goes well with here. We, if you've got two quarterbacks that you're invested in and they're going up against each other and you have a feeling, you know, in this case, you've got a better feeling that Tom Brady's going to win. Like, what's the what's the best overall outcome of that game? To where you're not losing your shirt on one, even though you might be, oh, you know, doing well on the other. I mean, for me, high scoring game. You yeah, want they like both a high have. Scoring. Brady has eight touchdowns. You know, Brady has twelve touchdowns. He has eleven. <laughs> okay. I mean, that's a part. So yeah, okay. a perfect scenario, and for Dak especially because he's coming back from the injury, a perfect scenario was him at least going out there and playing well. That gotcha. I think guys need to see that in a full speed game. How does even he if he with, loses, if he plays well, does he you play think well? Values holds up. Yes, correct. Okay. Um, and okay. another question there too is C.D. Lamb, their rookie receiver from last year. Him and Dak have very little time together. Guys say he is insanely talented. That's a skill position guy we'll probably look at after week one. Like that's the thing. After the first game for people, next Monday's show is going to be a big overreaction on football for us. So that's why I'm not doing a ton today. Okay, cool. Which means my last football note, uh, Chris over at Card Letter brought this to my attention. One of the most quickly rising guys, like I don't, I don't know how to say this correctly, Baker Mayfield stuff across the board. So they do what they call a player index. All the cards they track. What's the player's, basically what is his stock overall? Baker Mayfield's up like 20% this month and even more before that. His quarterly change is up 210. Uh, Baker Mayfield stuff is insanely high. And I think it's warranted. I think he's going to play well. Again, I don't think that's an overly, unbelievably talented division. So um, when you say his stuff's up over the last month, I'm just looking at his 2018 Prism card, PSA uh-huh. 10, and it's down 11% right now over the last month. Yeah, and a lot of, I mean, a lot of base. That's why I say you got you to get away from that base thing for some of the stuff. Because okay. overall, his stuff, is, his stuff is up. Really? Um, okay. And it's selling, like even the frequency of sales, he's just selling a lot. So Baker's a guy to keep an eye on because Baker's a guy who has got extremely high, not extremely high, but has gotten very high now. If he comes out and has a couple bad outings, that's when you need to keep an eye on a guy Ooh. like that. 2018 select Baker Mayfield PSA 10 is sure. up about 50% right now. Um, that's what over I mean. the last there's, month, yeah, 58%. There's cer- certain cards there that are weird to me. So if you're high on Baker, buy his prism right now. The prism base is down, but the select is up 50%. There's definitely some outliers here. And, and that's kind of what we'll focus on going forward too. Like Indy, here's your warning, especially with NFL. Like if a guy has a crazy bust out season and he's spiking almost across the board, well, where are the pockets that he's not? Like where are the good values in there? Even for collectors, we're not going to make it all about buying, selling, flipping, but even for collectors, where's the value? So 
the fact that we started late, by the way, threw me way off. I just looked and it was 1238. I'd only been talking <laughs> We're for like killing six it on minutes. NFL stuff. We're doing it, Jesse. We're doing it. <laughs> I believe in us. Uh, you know what's sad? I got rid of my card ladder. My the window that's <laughs> that is depressing. Oh, it's back. It's saved. You did right. it. I will say I feel really awkward because I had a whole thing with uh, lyrics for Britney Spears pulled up and I did just I couldn't I couldn't muster the energy to No, no, no. Uh, hit me, baby. One more time. Nah, I, uh, I did it again. I don't know Britney stuff. I don't. I can just sing the songs if you want me to do that. Sing it like turn your microphone down. And as I go over this data for the NBA, just kind of like sing. some elevator Ronick, music style. Ronick, if you'll just lower the overall volume, raise mics and we'll do it. Ronick, there. hang on. We got a young man. Ronick, familiar with Britney? Yeah, I am. <laughs> You've heard of Britney Spears, though? Past year, well, he hadn't heard of NSYNC. <laughs> I don't know. No, I've heard of NSYNC. Come on. Come on. Okay. Not a Supposedly. lot. They were, out, they were out of the spotlight by the time you came around. Yeah, that's true. Okay. You didn't know Prime Britney like me and Jesse did, though. No. Sixth, yeah. seventh, eighth grade, Prime Britney? Okay. Rolling Stones cover or anything like that? No. No. It was at the it? tail end of her career. Tail end. She's so lucky that she's a star. I'm just going to say that. Yeah, this is what's <laughs> tough. I don't know it. That was a, I know that was a lyric. I don't know it. It's from the song Lucky. You uh, want to go back to Chicago lyrics? I was blasting you, on Chicago karaoke in the car me. group for you the other day. You would destroy me. I Saturday in the it. park, dominating yeah. it. You're the inspiration. <laughs> First song I ever danced to with my wife. All right, NBA <laughs> news. NBA. Um, so <laughs> you approached me with an idea of let's look at guys, big guys, whose values are down, uh, who might be good buying opportunities. You pulled up all these. You pulled up. I pulled up, I think, a little bit bigger guys than you did. But um, but let's start with your list. No, no. Let me, let's start with yours. You, you want to start with guy. my list? Give me one guy. Okay. 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 Let me do one guy that I think is Can a. Can I? I don't want to do. I'm not going to cut you off when you do this. The <laughs> premise for this for this portion though is NBA is coming around. I, I, normally, I would wait till a week or two before the season. I I really think we're going to start seeing people start reaching early. Like the NFL is big, but people are going to start unloading quickly when they see individual spikes. I think there's going to be a lot of spend going toward the NBA. So that's kind of like, hey, is now. Not saying it is, but at least looking at it, maybe now is the time for some of these guys and there's some outliers. That was the point. When you're done coughing, though, I'd like to hear your point. Uninterrupted. So what I did was I went in and basically pulled it up. So card letter is great. I will say someone called us out for like always boosting card letter. I think the reason we boost card letter is because one, the cost to value ratio oh, is. Hang on. And they're a sponsor on our other on our other <laughs> socials. To be fair, they're, like, they're, we, not, they're we, an affiliate. Yeah, they're an affiliate. I don't know if they would sponsor. But bottom line is we use them because their value, like how much you pay versus what you get is amazing. Granted, there are a lot of cards that aren't in here that I wish they there were, and they're working on adding those. I just wanted to say that because someone said something about it and it annoyed me. Um, you could pay whatever, whatever the other main one is, is like what? 75 bucks a month, 50 bucks yeah, a month. 25 or 624. Got it. Yeah. Good thing you're paying attention to all the things that Does are that happening. Does that reference me? Get off your phone. We're on a podcast. Darn I'm it. I'm looking up Twitter, man. I'm keeping, all right. the, keeping the feed fresh. So let's go back to NBA. Um, so I, I pulled this up to where it showed me the last month. I wanted to see what guys have done over the last month. Who's down? Um, that might be good buying opportunities. And I try to keep it a little bit lower price um, just so, you know, everybody can jump in on this. I went six months for the record. You did six months. OK, yeah. um, I I did last month and I pulled up one of the main ones I saw that, I mean, I think might be a good buying opportunity at this point is LaMelo Ball. Um, OK, he's down like 30 percent. Specifically, I was looking at it. I know you said try not to look at prison, but there wasn't a lot of other options. But base. Yeah. 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 This okay. is 2020 prison base. Um, it is down 30 percent. Um, I I do think that raw graded. What are we talking? So about? we're looking at it. I looked at the PSA nine. Um, it's currently selling for about one hundred and forty dollars. I I think that PSA nine could be an OK investment just because it was two hundred a month ago. Um, I, I I thought that was my first for my first pick. I think that's an okay one. Can I tell you why I do not, why one might say that is not a good buy? Because of the base. The base factor. Here's the other issue too, though. How many guys have Lamelo stuff they haven't sent into grade yet? Because P- 
PSA kind of shut down. Now they're very. I think you're going to see the Lamelo oh. prism bait. I think you're going to see those come back in real. Force. I didn't think about the fact because there it was like a lower pop on these, and I was yeah, like, yeah, that's why. So I'd be a little because they just with aren't back yet. But oh, Lamelo okay. in general, I actually like. I mean, before he got injured, that team was playoff. They were like the sixth seed in the East. So I do like Lamelo. I, I think it's a good pick. Okay, let me go. Oh, good. No, no, yeah. no, go, no, no, no. I, but go back and forth. I got, I got. A you talk, words. I talk. You talk, yep. I talk. I already talked, so you know, you talk. I'll talk now. Okay. There it is. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so we're gonna make this the easiest, easiest podcast ever. There's no editing because we don't talk over each other. <laughs> Never so, will that happen. So first guy to me, and the best, honestly, uh, on this list, best on the court. I think this might be the best buy. I like that you went cheap, by the way, because this is expensive. Anthony Davis. And I did go prism straight prism base because 2012 prism pop under 1500 for PSA 10s. Current value is 900 bucks, little over that 925 to 950. These things had peaked out and and sustained pricing 18 to 2300 for a couple months uh, earlier in the year. Again, this is not a card that all of a sudden it's going to have 18,000 in population like Zion, Luca, Trey. Never going to be a huge population on it. I think there's going to be, man, I've. I, I could see the whole team blowing up and being terrible, but for some reason, I think we're going to see a weird perfect storm and the whole Lakers thing is just going to work. I, I, I think him, Westbrook, LeBron, health has always been an issue for him. Westbrook being a psycho has always been an issue. I, I, the fact that this card is trading at like 38% of its peak is just a weird buying opportunity to me. Over the last six think, months, it's down like 55%. Yeah, and, and I just think, too, with Anthony Davis, he's a top-five guy when he's right. I think this is a great card to buy and hold, by the way. If you like Prism, but you're like, hey, I don't want to buy new guys because I'm buying to collect, to hold. And for collectors, there is that real fear. Like, even though I'm collecting, I don't want to buy something that's going to be way less valuable. Just because I'm not flipping it, I still don't want to lose money on the asset. Davis does not fall into that category. This population is never going to be high like, like these other cards. So if you are looking for an Anthony Davis card, as a collector even, I think it's a great time. And then who knows, as a collector, they go on to win part of like this historic, you know, LeBron, Anthony, Westbrook, Carmelo team. I like, get mm-hmm. some cool, like, I don't know if provenance is the word or even a word, quite frankly. <laughs> is um, that a word? I don't know. I'm going to use it. <laughs> Was that a Britney song? Provenance? <laughs> Ronick looked that up. Um, I like that card. And, I, and Davis stuff across the board, you'll see he was injured. They had the first round exit. Stuff is way down. I think Anthony Davis as a player might be the number one buy. Depending on your price level, it'll kind of depend on what you can buy for him. I think he might be the best buy in all of basketball heading into the season. Wow. Best buy. Is best buy, is that trademarked anywhere? <laughs> nope. I don't think. I think we just made it up. That's good. Um, so next card I was looking at was Luca. Um, 2018 Donruss Luca. Uh, this card was about $500 six Graded. months ago. Uh, PSA 10. So about five months ago or six months ago, it was going for $500. Right now, it's going for a little over $300. I just, I, I mean, I think I was looking and basically I was, I was basing a lot of these off of um, what overall the, the market thinks of these guys as far as ratings go, like who's the best. Um, and he's consistently ranked in the top five. Uh, well, top 10, sometimes in the top five. Yeah, which and, is fair. And I just thought, you know, this card being $300 at this moment, I think it has a little bit of room to go up. Now, here's the overall downside, again, is the pop count. Um, Yeah, it's... 3,500. Like, if you doubled it and then add another 500 to it... 7,500? 7,500. There's of these cards. Um, You're not great. You're not great at this game. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so what's funny is I didn't look you at the went pop base count. again. I didn't look at the pop count until I started talking about it. Um, that's insane. I take it back. That card's overvalued. I feel and here's like here's the here's the thing too, because I I, I kind of I don't like the notion that pop count is everything, but the last six months have really taught us with base pop is perception yeah. to a degree. So you got it. You have to at least take it into account. That's a bad call um, on my part. Take it back. Even at that, it's a paper rookie. Which means that most of those are a little bit more hard, you know, a little bit more easy, a little easier to damage, a little harder to gem. Seventy five hundred is a lot, but it's not like it's a you know nine hundred dollar card. 
I, mean, I don't mind that. I don't think for it's a PSA terrible 10 buy. Ten is why I thought the value was so yeah. good. And how many PSA ten Luca rookies are you going to find for in that price range in general? Yeah, not a bad buy. Yeah, I mean Luca. Okay, I, I like that. I like that one better than your Lamelo. Lamelo. I'll, I'll okay. say that. All right. Okay, my next guy. I've got two cards for Jason Tatum. I mean, I'm super high on Tatum as a Celtics fan. Uh, I like that they have Kemba gone. That chemistry with him on the floor was just weird. Jalen Brown coming back healthy. I just wonder if this is the year he kind of becomes that top 10 type guy uh, for everybody. So two cards, uh, and I I bought and sold both of them this year. So his he's a 2017 rookie, which, by the way, is a super underrated class overall. 2017 Prism Silver. I went with the BGS 9.5. This thing's down about 17% this month alone. It's down way more than that over the past few months since it ended. Population's 800. Average price is about 12, maybe a little less. But this thing had peaked out. Uh, about $2,000. So not quite 50% off. Let's call it 46.29% off. <laughs> That's not a correct number, but No, no, it's close. Um, I like Tatum. Same thing. Disappointing. Se- well, not disappointing season. He played great. But at the end, first round matchup with the Nets, they got blown out of the water. Uh, I don't remember if they got swept or if they won a game. Think they might have won a game. Either way, first round playoff exit, they got dominated. Obviously, his pricing fell off pretty hard after that. I like that card if you got kind of a budget for Tatum. And again, if Tatum's going to become and kind of just to throw the collector angle in, if he's going to solidify himself as that top 10, top 15 type guy in the league, that some other guys are getting a little older. He's obviously right in his prime, even maybe before his prime. And he's an elite scorer. This might be like one of those only chances. Like, when else am I going to get this card for this price? So I don't hate it for a long term hold. I don't hate it if you want to buy it and kind of flip when he goes on a 50 point scoring streak during the season. I just think Tatum in general, the other card of his, just to kind of throw some different values to, I like that you went cheap and, and not as high on everything. Um, 2017 Optic Rookie. Optic has a bunch. Base I stayed away from, but the red and yellow, I like the red and yellow because it's actually kind of a cool card. Red and yellow bordered card. I think it looks, I just think it looks cool. Um, population 1725, doing about $185. Um, now, not a huge margin here. They topped out about 250. I just think that's another card. I think people will look at that and say, oh, this guy's playing top 10. Like, same thing. I don't hate it long-term, short-term. A PSA 10 rookie of a top-tier talent like that, I think, is a good buy in general. So let's do one. Let's go one more round. All right. Last one. I think I I think I finally got the hang of this game. All right. This so, is, oh, this is going to be a good one. This this could be. I don't know for <laughs> hey, sure. One for three. That is Hall of Fame baseball stats. 33 I'll take it any sure. day of the week. Um, Sports. So I was... The the reason why this card came up or, or this player came up is his overall value on multiple cards is down so much. Kevin Durant. Um, yeah. And I can't figure out why he's down so much more compared to other guys in, I guess, like that top tier level. He um, broke my heart. I don't mind. Telling you that. <laughs> well, and so that's why I think there's got to be some room to make a little bit of money on Kevin Durant. Now, granted. The first card I looked at was his 2007 tops, um, that rookie set with the white border. Um, but the issue, the 52 issue, is my count, by the way, for the PSA nines. You still have 52. I told you guys I wasn't selling, so I didn't. Ooh. I'm holding them. I'm going to lose money now, but I'm, I'm still going to hold them until the season. Do you know what the pop count is on that? 6,500. 7,200. Um, okay. not, not too far off. So, yeah, that's why I thought at first uh, I was looking at this card as like, this has some decent value because it's at $165 and six months ago it was selling for four to five hundred. Yeah. I yeah. Sold, I, so I sold about 10 total. Um, I must have more than 52 because I had 80. So anyways. Whatever. So so that being said, I, I kind of took that one off the page when I saw the pop count and I went Good. over to the um, uh, Kevin Durant 2007 Topps Chrome base card. And I looked at his PSA 8 for something maybe a little bit more manageable, more affordable. The PSA and 10, is, by the way, is another card that has broken my heart. That card oh, really? got up to like eleven to 12000 I kept it because I got it cheap. Now it's like 3500 Sorry to interrupt. No, no, no. Um, this card, I think there is a good buying opportunity because okay. uh, it's currently selling for about $400. Um, it PSA, is only PSA 8. PSA so 8. 12% so, of a 10. Okay. And... It, there's the pop count's only 400 on it, so relatively nice. low pop count. And six months ago, this card was doing any thoughts, guesses? 11. 16. Uh, yeah, which makes sense, but but that ratio is the same when the when yeah. the PSA 10s were doing 12,000, that at 1600 is not bad. Okay, so I, like I think that. for a more slightly, I mean, that's still a little more expensive for a lot of guys, but 
400 bucks for a PSA 8 Kevin Durant. Uh, I think that was my my last decent one. I like that. Okay. And I like Durant overall, and, and I would say the same thing with Durant. If you're just a Durant guy, the fact that his stuff is cheap and you... Not to be over dramatic, but like, is this the last chance you have to really get it on something cheap? Because they're coming out as the odds on favorites to win the championship. So, I, hey, I'm a collector. Always wanted an 07 KD rookie. Might not be a better time than now. Um, so, there are two guys. I was going to talk about Zion, but I'm going to go just real briefly on Zion. I want to buy, I was really getting close to buying a Zion PSA 10 Silver. They're mm-hmm. back up to like 3000 bucks. Oh. I, I thought they were closer to like 2500 still. But his nine fives are down to like thirteen to fourteen hundred. I don't hate him, but I was hoping they had come down a little bit because I do want to buy one or two Zions before the season, see what he does. However, let's jump jump ship a little bit. Uh, Dame Lillard. I, I still wonder: does he get traded? Does something weird happen? Which is the only thing that would be hugely significant for him. I kind of think he fits into the Durant model, <clears throat> although not as. Not as good. I mean, he's not a top 10 guy all time like Durant is probably now or close to it. But surefire Hall of Famer, you know, top tier talent in the league. I went with his select and we get focused on his prism. His select PSA 10 card from 2012, population's 195. The card is only selling for 650. And that card had topped out multiple times over $900. Uh, two months ago, it was doing $850. I don't think that's a bad buy. This, the tough thing is with a pop under 200, it might be tough to find. I just think things get, first of all, I think he's low as a surefire Hall of Fame, you know, first ballot guy. I love his rookie stuff anyways, especially that he is lower now compared to his peak. But the weird kind of X factor is, does he get traded to a legit contender? If that happens, his stuff is going to go nuclear. I mean, it's going to get really, really weird. So I think he's. A, I think there's a good buying opportunity there with, I think there's a good buy and flip opportunity. And I love the collector side. Again, I, hey, I want I want a little rookie. If he trades, I'm never going to be able to afford it. Not a bad time to get into his stuff right now. And I think if guys are wanting a lower price point, again, it kind of is a fourth of the price, the PSA 9 version of that card, and it has a higher pop count, so maybe a little more and readily available. What's that cost, available. like a buck 50, buck 75? Buck 75, yeah. Yeah, I just, Lillard's another guy, yeah, very interesting. So. Okay. All right, a couple of releases this week. Um, WNBA Prism, which... Last year was insanely expensive. Like it just sold really, really well. I'll be mm-hmm. curious to see what it does this year. I, I really don't know much about the product. I didn't rip any personally, um, but I am interested. Like we're starting to see some of these things that maybe five years ago wouldn't have had as much of a market. Like I have a feeling this stuff's going to be hard to find and it's going to sell really high. So if you can get it on the cheap, keep it sealed. I think you can do well with that wax. Um, look up on Blowout, by the way, 2021 Don Russ football. I'm curious what hobby boxes are selling for. Um, that, and I think that releases tomorrow. I believe it's a Wednesday release. Uh, Jesse, you'll have the price here in just a second. He is coughing and singing Britney Spears with his microphone muted, which I appreciate. Uh, I like Donruss football. It, it's, it's one of the cheaper products. I'm curious what cheap means this year with that product. Um, and the one thing I want to talk about was the downtown inserts they actually look really, really cool. Like they released some photos from the, uh, Panini gallery of, uh, the, the, uh, what I call the downtown inserts. Those things are going to sell super high for the quarterbacks anyways. That's just a sweet-looking insert set. Like, if you're going to go after an insert set and you have some cash, I think that's an awesome one to go after. Like, this rookie class, I just think that's one you go with. Do you have the pricing? I do. I do. Um, I And I saw it somewhere, I think, online, on our Facebook or something. Someone said that Donruss is making, like, a... Is just being more highly priced or have, uh, higher priced than sure. it has historically. Is that Take correct? Take heated of. Headed? Well, how much is it? Uh, so that's a good question. $525 for a box. I'm going to say mm-hmm. that's the highest it's ever been. Really? Okay. 9400 for a case. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. You get the best quarterback class of all time in terms of hobby hype and value. This is going to be every product. They're going to be expensive. So um, the reason I like Don Russ, not that there's going to be a safe product. I mean, all football this year is going to be expensive. The reason I like Don Russ, though, is the fact that it's, yes, it's expensive, but you can go without a huge hit, still get a ton of rookies, ton of base, and still do, you know, salvage some money out of it at the end of the day. So um, it's, I'm not a huge Don Russ fan personally. I would just chase the big inserts and and hits, but I I don't hate it for that reason. Like, hey, I'm at least going to get a bunch of base stuff, you know, maybe some variations that I can grade and do well on. Um, So I do kind of like it for that uh, aspect. 
one auto per box. Is that is that standard? Would you say? That's low. I mean, a lot of times now, most of the products I have there multiple was, autos and patches. Yeah, but okay. that's why this is a lower, still considered a lower end product, despite the fact that it's um, expensive. One other note on wax. I just got, I was really hoping I can get them a little bit cheaper. So blowout is down on 2021 Topps Chrome. Topps Chrome does this every year. They drop, the price drops after it comes out for a few weeks. I'm trying to find the right time to buy back in. I can get them from distributors right now for under 100, like 188 a box for hobby cases. So whatever that is times 12. I just think that is a, I think Topps Chrome every year does really, really well. Like 2020 and 2017 are probably comparable in talent to this year's class. They're both selling well over 300 a box. 2019 is a thousand or something insane. It's got Tatis, Vlad, everybody. 2018 has Acuna and uh, Otani, so that's selling through the roof as well. I don't think there's anybody in this class that's going to push it to those two years, but the fact that it's about half the money, a little over half of 2017 and 2020, I think I'm going to buy a few on the rebuy. I really think that's one of those cases. I'm going to get a couple of hobby cases and throw it in my attic. So, again, in, this is just in the spirit of being transparent. Where am I spending my money? That's where. That is where. Um, I just want to let you know. I, I'd actually like to get your opinion. What do I you think? It. What do you think the value of a 2021 Tops Star Wars Chrome Galaxy hobby case would be worth? So there's 12, 12 boxes in a case. 15,000. Oh, God. Well, that's, I have no idea. That's underwhelming. Now it's underwhelming. $1,500 for a case of Star Wars cards. I just. It's 150 a box? I think that's kind of like amazing, honestly. Like, I didn't. I wouldn't there's have thought. Some other, there's a Masterpiece Star Wars thing that comes out that is crazy expensive. Look up Masterpiece on there. Star Wars Masterpiece? I'm Star Wars I, Masterpiece. I think I'm that's what it's it called. Um, I just find that very encouraging for other segments of this card market where, you know, I, you know, I love celebrity stuff and people love other things. Like, Have you bought anything Star recently, Wars? by the way? People ask that quite a bit. I have. I've bought a few things that I've talked about that. Oh, I'm gonna you're do doing that a, live. Yeah, you're I'm doing do, a reveal. I might do an unboxing video. Um, Can we do it together? Can I come over? Yeah, absolutely. That'd be I'm fun. supposed to be getting the largest card I've ever purchased tomorrow. Yeah, we Will you at least tell us anything about it? Like who I'll tell you was? everything about it. Oh, right now? I want to know the price on Masterpiece. I, I don't find a Masterpiece. There's a... Uh, I might have made that up. Let's just, let's, just, <laughs> let's just let that joke die. Let's just let it die. Um, um, but anyways. Where do you want to go next? Uh, we can go mailbag unless you want to hit any of the other highlights at the end of this, the show notes. I'd like to know why the wire I sent today hasn't gone through yet. That's what I'd like. I just checked because now I'm nervous. I'm trying to pay for this card. Oh, that's, not you're through. trying to pay for the big card. Yeah. Okay. I had a crazy busy week buying. Like I said, I bought a, some nice DAC stuff. Um, I bought a Jeter SP85. I got it kind of in a package deal for like four to five. I think it was about 500 bucks, which is probably about the going rate. Had good subs, though. Um, I think we're going to see that Jeter documentary. Jeter, to me, is a little bit of a longer term hold. So I bought his 1993 SP BGS 8.5. Um, I like it. I mean, it's nothing crazy. Bought okay. some more Eloy's on the cheap. Eloy had a little bit of a spike when he came back, but it almost seems like he's down again. So I, I picked up a couple more cheap Eloy's. Uh, bu- 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 okay. So my big trade, I've, I've been saying it for a while. I, w- yeah, it's kind of one of those, Hey, it's a great value. I haven't done it myself yet. I found a guy on Facebook with a Jordan rookie BGS 9.5. Um, Min subs, so three nine fives and one nine subgrade. But the centering, which is kind of the one people look at the most, the centering is nine five, so gem mint centering. Originally, the deal was 55,000 cash, and this here LeBron, which you can't see. LeBron, Topps Chrome rookie, BGS nine five, but it's a true gem. Those are doing about nine to 9,500. I paid 17,000 for that. So I'm, I'm way upside down to LeBron. But I thought, you know, if I can get 9,500, okay. And then the more I thought, I was like, you know, I don't really want to take a big loss on LeBron yet. Like, I, I, I'm kind of buying into this whole Lakers are going to have this creepy all-star type run and be crazy good, I, which means they won't be. I, I just <laughs> Russell and LeBron would never do something like that to help me yeah, further my financial interest. They don't care about you. So I pulled the LeBron off the table, paid straight 64000 that Whoa. is so I've now I've owned and do own cards more valuable than that now. I have never paid that much for a card, though. So, because I said that the other day, like, hey, most valuable purchase, people are like, dude, we've seen some of your cards. I've never paid that much. 
I paid 50K for a PSA 9 Jordan uh, in February, I think, but we mm-hmm. sold it that day for 70. So 64,000 out of pocket is the most I've ever paid for an individual card. And so this is the, again, the, the Jordan rookie BGS 9.5. BGS 9.5, 9.5 centering. Uh, my goal, same thing. I'm going to put that in the, in the, I don't think it will cross though. When we take the trip to Boca to SGC, I'm going to bring that down. If they would slab that a 10, if they examine it and say it's 10 worthy, I would crack it out and, and sub it. I won't crack it out before. I, grade card review. But yeah, it got me thinking about the LeBron. I've got a couple other big LeBrons. I was like, you know, I just don't. I think I'm that's not, probably a good idea on the LeBron. Yeah, because then it's like I'm giving up. And I pay, and 64 is probably about top dollar, going right to top dollar on the Jordan. Now, I think that card has 100K potential in the next six months if things get weird again. Uh, but with LeBron, I just thought, you know, there's no reason to take a loss because then I give up the potential growth in LeBron. So it's like, eh. Um, so I was happy about that. Um, I think that's it. Good for you, bud. I'm excited to see it. I, I'll tell you the other thing I would do with that Jordan, though. I would totally trade that for a one big Brady and get a little cash back as well. So oh, really? you're already looking to trade. If I can get good value for it, yes. Sure. There's one recently closed at 72,000. So if I could get Whoa. 72, 75 ish for it, I'd move it. For a 95? For another Same Bra- Say for like a, a Brady, a $50,000 Brady in 25K cash or 22K gotcha. cash. I would do something like that. But I just thought, hey, this is an iconic card. It's crazy nice. Yeah. Um, plus, with us building the house, I don't know if we're going to buy another house to flip this year. Um, so I just, I, I got to get some money off the books anyways. Jordan just happened to be kind of at that price. So there's a couple cards. So I would I would trade that for like a big Jim Brown in cash. I would trade it for, for a PSA 9 Larry Bird rookie and get cash back. But I just thought, hey, time to buy it. I don't know if, it, you know, the population is like 500 and change. But of that, only a quarter of them, I believe, have 9.5 centering, which on that card does kind of make a difference. So interesting. Let's do mailbag. Yeah, let's go mailbag. So the question today was just mailbag in general, but also any undervalued, underhyped sets people like. That was kind of the call. You're going to have to really pinpoint anything of interest there because here's here's the problem. There, almost every single person listed a different product. Um, there's so many sets. And that's almost, I don't want to be the guy because there's a lot of guys who've been doing this for years. Don't but be that guy. I, I'm, I'm going to say this for the new guys. Um, guy. I'm almost looking forward to like a, if fanatics does like a reset of like product lines and like, you know, different, uh, come on, bro. I, I just, I want to, I would like to know like what all these are from the beginning. Cause like, I feel overwhelmed seeing all of these that the guys have listed. You're not alone. I, most, some of these I hadn't heard. So we'll do the same thing. You go, I go. You ask me a general question. I'll pick out a question about a, a set and go and run with it. Okay. All right. That sounds good. Um, so first question right off the bat, Josh Rooch from the Facebook. What is the first NFL set we should be really excited about? I see Don Russ dropping soon, but I don't see anything NFL that's even interesting until November, December. I mean, gold standard's interesting. That's what I just spent all the money on for Mac Jones. That was all gold standard stuff. Um, that came out a couple weeks ago. Okay. Um, I need to pull up a release calendar real quick because I don't just have the releases memorized. Uh, excited about Yeah, I mean, I could see his point there. It's not like Don Russ is getting you excited by any means. Um, so he is right, too. November's a, pr- excuse me, September's a pretty quiet month. Um, weird, actually weirdly quiet. I wonder if a lot of this got pushed off that normally doesn't. You've got, so like beginning of October, National Treasures Collegiate Football. If you like college uniform stuff, it's National Treasures. I mean, that's a monster thing, but it's kind of has that specific audience of if you're a college fan. Um, a couple weeks after that, same thing. It's college, but flawless. If you like college uniform stuff, those are your two. Immaculate, which is already out, NT and flawless. Those are the big ones for sure. Um, yeah, absolute football. It's average, but nothing I'm like excited about. Um, and that's at the end of, October. He is right, by the way. Good question, Josh. You're looking at a lot of the stuff has been pushed off until, man, even in December, there's not a ton of stuff. I think a lot of this was pushed off because of the, and and also too with Panini, some of these dates will be released now that'll come out, you know, beginning of November. They just haven't released them yet. Nothing else really after that confirmed for released NFL dates. So let me ask you, should I look at, do you think contenders goes higher from here? The 2020, 2020 content. Yeah, the Absolutely. 2020 content. You think I, so? I'm not selling it. 
Because, I mean, right now I could make back what I bought it for, which in my world of investing, that's not too shabby. Um, uh, no, I would hold off. I would actually okay. hold off. Yep. All right. Okay. Uh, go ahead. Your turn. So a couple sets mentioned here. E-tops. I do remember the E-tops. They had like the digital feature on there. You like type it on the website or whatever. Oh, e- cool. E-tops was cool. I never got into it so much. Um, 1993-94 Flare Ultra. Same year Upper Deck. You know, a lot of early 90s Upper Deck just had cool inserts in it. I, I do kind of like the early 90s Upper Deck. Um, Next time what we do, we ask the guys to post a picture with it. Because the guys who posted pictures, I can actually like kind of see it and get behind it. Like the 93 Leaf Studio. I was just looking at it. Mike Page posted that. I think that's Leaf awesome. Studio is awesome. So, again, is there a ton of value there? No. But like that to me is just a cool set. If you had that. Yes. And I nerd out anyway sometimes. I pull my car just like flipped or looked or whatever. Such 1993 Leaf Studio is a pretty cool set. It's got like okay. it, it's got a close up of the player and the whole background is like the jersey. I do like that set. All right. Um, I'm going to go with another question. Maybe you can also just so we show a little love to the Instagram folk. We did ask this question on there, yep. too. Hit okay. um, next question from Joel Brand. Curveball. What are the most overrated sets of all time? Granted, we didn't ask this to the audience, but do you have any opinion? overrated set i think those kabooms are getting overrated right now the new ones man guys are talking about those like crazy yeah makes me worry and even the prism stuff so like 2020 prism we had a lebron gold psa 8 sold for 100 grand at auction and a brady just got bought the other day at uh, two days ago at fifty thousand off my slabs yeah i like prism prices like that make me kind of scratch my head like huh is this sustainable so new stuff especially kind of makes me wonder. Well, especially with pop counts. As, well, as those are, are numbered cards, of course, too. So like gold oh, is they numbered, are? Yeah, so like a gold is numbered to 10. Oh, um, okay. But, but yeah, yeah, still, that's a lot. Like they're still making the product each and every year. Like that was a cool thing about the old jambalayas and like, you know, the finest refractors from 93, 94. Those are the first jambalayas they don't make anymore. There was some exclusivity there. That worries me a little bit about some of these new ones for sure. Okay. Uh, your turn. You go. Oh, okay. Uh, my, that was the one I mentioned, by the way. The 1993 refractors are great because they're the first. 1994 finest refractors, I think, are awesome as well. Um, just really good. Here's a cool one, actually. 19 and very affordable too. 1991 upper deck, great rookie class, cool picture, beautiful artwork. Chipper Jones, Jeff Bagwell led the class. I do like that. Um, Jake Baker though got my set. 1998 tops gold label. 1998 was the first year they made gold label. It was a super thick, shiny, like chromium stock. Uh, so they made three very nine variations total. So the label would be like gold. It would say gold label in gold and the name mm-hmm. in gold. Oh, that's class cool. one, class two, class three in gold. It was also class one, two, and three in black label and one, two, and three in red label. When you're saying class, what is that? What's the difference? That's just what they call it. Like a class one is just a base gold label. Class oh, two okay. gold label is a little bit rarer. And just the same card, but a different photo. Class three gold label. Same thing, a little more rare, different photo. The black label, though, they actually put the, instead of it having um, a gold name, it would be black. I actually have these full sets, I think. Just the base sets. I collect, I love that really? stuff. And then red, class one was numbered to 100. Class two was numbered to 50. Class three was numbered to 25. Football, basketball, uh, football and baseball. I remember these. They did in basketball too. I never got into the basketball, although they sell really well too. Um, baseball, the other thing that was cool, they had one insert set. Uh, the 1998 set was, um, I think it was like called Chasing 70 or Chasing 61, whatever it was called. Each car, it was like Griffey and Sosa, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and same thing, you get that one numbered as well, which was pretty cool. The year after, which is even better looking. To me, one of the best looking insert sets of all time, the Griffey Hank Aaron card from the 1999 gold label. That I was like one of the best cards. I would drop some serious coin if somebody had like a red label of one of those. I love those cards. Okay. All right. Gold label it is. Um, that's So you're saying overall that's your favorite as far as nostalgia goes. That and 1993 uh, Topps Finest Baseball Refractors because that's the first year you had a refractor set. Okay. Those right. are probably my two, man. It's hard to beat those two for like non-auto, just straight 
insert sets. For and me, you're saying more for collector than value or both? Oh, no, this big value in the red labels is big. The 1993 are huge value as well. I just, I love them. Like if you're telling me money's on object just based on looks, those are the three I would go after. 93 finest, uh, four, 93 and 94 finest baseball, 98 and 99 gold label football and baseball. Okay. Uh, Kurt Lang says, "When NFL kickoff, uh, with I'm sorry, with NFL kickoff days away, can we get Jesse a favorite football team picked?" And I, I like the rest of this question. He says, "I'd like to hear him give a recap every Monday of how the game went. Plus, we can get a sweet jersey." Side note, Mike, you need to hook Jesse up with your NFL Game Pass login info. I agree, Kurt. Do you actually have the Game Pass? It's a hundred. Yeah, I do the cheap ones. A hundred bucks a year. Once well, a game we just ends. Split it. Uh, fine. Once I was going to give you free, so I just made fifty no, bucks. No, I paid for your dinner. Once the game ends, you can then watch it without commercials. It's like super fast. I love it. Um, also, just as a fun fact, I do have a favorite team. It is the Titans because I live in Tennessee. If I lived in any other city, it would also be that team. But I don't. I only live in Tennessee. You root for Brady, though. You watch. Super I do. Bowl here. Well, that's yeah. the thing. It's hard to. Ugh. I mean, yeah, I, I don't want to call it. myself a fair weather fan, you but say it. he's just so good. It's hard not to root for him. That feels nice. <laughs> uh, Dan Lafayette had another set that I thought was really cool. And by the way, one of these shows, we'll actually go back through and pick out some sets and be like, hey, the PMG sells for crazy money, precious metal gems. This other set was kind of around the same time. Sells. We'll do like a price comparison. For today, it was just all about the collecting side, though. Mm -hmm. um, 1994 Flair. Mm. Not to be confused with Flair. Thank baseball. you for clarifying. Very cool set. Again, I don't... So that was the... I'm trying to think. That was A-Rod's rookie for sure. Um, yeah. Beautiful. I mean, it, thick cardstock, like action photos, like the duel, like Barry Bonds is a photo. One of them's jogging from the field. The other half is him like swinging the bat. Hard to... Yeah, hard to argue with that. That's a, that's an awesome set. No question. I bought a pack um, of those. Me and my brother used to buy packs of these on the way to the Red Sox games a few times we would go in hopes of pulling Red Sox players' cards and then having them autographed for it. Did that ever happen? No, but I got a ball at the park once. Oh, Troy O'Leary, left fielder for the Red Sox, tossed it up in the field in the stands, caught it, dropped it. Dude laughed, was pretty cool, came back and did it again. What? He sounds like a nice guy. Did you smell it? What did the ball smell like? I mean, smelled it, tasted everything. It's, you know, smell <laughs> test. Just, it's baseball. Yeah, baseball. That's immediately when I think of uh, any sports, I think, what does it smell like? And that's how I <laughs> sure. base my opinion on it. That's more than uh, any aspect of life, today, frankly. Johnny Watt, yep. what do you think card value for Trey Lance and Jimmy G will do by running a dual QB system? Yeah, I, I don't. I, I don't think it's going to make much impact on Jimmy. I think it's going to keep Trey pricing in check until he wins that job over. Um, do you? I mean, I, I've got more questions. Give me a couple I don't more. Know we'll do one or two more, and then we'll be done. Okay. We're hitting, um, we just hit an hour almost. Actually, not even because we started so late. We started a little bit later. Um, well, the last episode was like an hour and a half. Okay. It all evens just, up, man. Just say that. I'm question. not saying we have to quit. I'm just saying. Pick me, baby. Zach, and thank you for uh, phonetically spelling out your name, Zach. I appreciate it. Zach Dilek, when going PayPal uh, goods and services, should seller or buyer pay for goods and services? When I give somebody a price, that's the price. If they pay friends and family, fantastic. If they pay goods and I got to pay 3%, I eat the cost. I think so as the seller, pay. I think that is the cost of doing business. That's not an industry rule, though. Many people would argue the other way. To me, that's yeah, that's kind of where I go. For the most part, that's where I'm at. Yeah. Okay. So if, And if you want to make it easy, a nice easy way to say it is like, hey, I'm selling this card. This is LeBron. I want 9,500 net. I don't care if you mail me a check. Venmo, PayPal gift, goods and you cover it. You'll see a lot of guys do that as well. So. Okay. I think that's good. Clarify yeah. it up front is bottom line. All right. Give me one more. Uh, while I'm looking for another set. Okay. Uh, Chris Williams wants to know, is it still worth it to grade a non-licensed card, uh, rookie card of someone with big potential, i.e. Wander Franco? Yeah. Well, I mean. Wander is big potential upset. Also happens to be one of the top two or three best-selling prospects. But like if there's guys you're holding like their base chrome Bowman firsts and they're a long shot, I don't think there's any reason to tie up the money in grading right then. You know, gotcha. if they're like a proven prospect, go ahead and grade them and make your money or keep them to whatever you want to do. But if it's a long shot, just keep them in a box. Wait, wait till they have a market so it actually is worth it. Um, 
Um, I've got a couple others if you want them, or we can do whatever you were looking. You're staring intently at something. I like this one me. a lot. 2006, okay. to, it's a, lo- a little bit of a long, longer question. 2006 tops football. One of the best bang for your buck rips in the hobby with a chance at Brady auto pulls. Boxes are stupid cheap and they, and have been for the last 10 years. Do me a favor, pull that up on Blowout. See if you can even find these. 2006 Tops Football. Or Tops Chrome in particular. Um, but the mailbag question he says is this. Tom Brady is, un- this is Rob Meadows, by the way. Tom Brady is unquestionably the football goat. That is correct, Rob. Do you see his early Tops base cards being highly collectible down the line, considering most of his base Panini cards of today have been printed into the ground? I do. Um, I think early Brady stuff, especially Tops, is interesting. I mean, they haven't made football for, I think Tops has been out of the football game for like six or seven years now. Let me think. Um, I, I think 2015 remember. was their last year. Was that it? So okay. six years. Um, I do, I, again, I'm not going to go crazy with his base, but like high grade base of Tom Brady stuff from the early 2000s is never going to have a high pop despite it being base. And I think Tops Chrome stuff from back then, if you can pull his colored inserts and refractors, I think is a, I really think is actually a good. I have been casually looking for those. They're just tough to find, though, quite frankly. So um, I'm trying to find this on um, Blowout. So the 2006 Tops Football cases. Um, there's like Tops Football factory sets. Uh, let me see. Uh, Tops Triple Threads Football for 2006. Um, I don't see just a plain old Tops football because I did find a 2006 Tops football hobby box, but they don't have any for sale, so there's no price. Hmm, okay. Yeah. We tried. Uh, Kevin Meng, by the way, little. Well, you'll you'll remember this quote, Mike. If you had a gun with two bullets, oh, God. and you had a room with Hitler, Bin Laden, and the unnamed clown from Instagram, would you shoot that person? To a office quote there by Kevin. Thank Nicely you for the- done. Well Thank played, you for the so. humor. We appreciate that. Yeah, that's good. Um, I don't have anything. Oh, fantasy football, big draft tonight. Did we already talk about this? You mentioned it, and it. I didn't like it because I wasn't a part of it, and Fair. I was offended. What are we? What are we doing? We so our idea. We had talked to Jeremy over at Octagon, our guy. Yes. We had talked about maybe trying to bring in a couple other big wigs, couple other names. I don't know if they'd be in for it though. Fantasy mm-hmm. football draft, but kind of with a card spin on it. So basically, at the beginning of the year. Four or five of us, and we only draft a few. Like you draft a quarterback, two running backs, two receivers, five total. But you have to draft a specific card of theirs, and then we track the value until the end of the season. Whatever team has the most increase in price wins the entire year. And we kind of thought about putting this. So, like for example, Tom Brady. Okay, I'm going top uh, Bowman Chrome PSA 10 Tom Brady's. They're worth sixteen thousand now. Say at the end of the year they're selling for thirty grand. Uh, again, based off card letter pricing. Cool, I would have X amount of dollars as a profit. So here's our five picks for, and only three or four or five of us people. Like I figured like, you keep wanting to say something, just say it. No, 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 I think, I think we don't do it based on price, but we do it based on percentage of increase. Correct, percentage okay. of profiting. Yes, yeah, I'm sorry, right. Because if a $20,000 card goes up 1,000, I'd rather have a $100 card go up 100. Sure. Yeah, I got you. Okay, yeah, so, so percentage of profit. But it'd be like me, you, Indy, I want to see if like Vernon or Simmons would do this with us. Post the teams in the Facebook group. Put up a poll that's open in like for the first couple days of the season. Whose team do you think is going to win? At the end of the year, only people who picked a winning team would then be entered into a giveaway for a couple hundred bucks or something stupid. Here's the thing. we Do we at any point trade? Or no, we're just locked in. No, you're locked in, bro. Just locked in. Okay. You're going to be I, locked in. Here's I like that idea. I also want to start a fantasy, at least just you and I, if not anybody, we can include others if we want, but I think it would be fun just for audience sake, who's uh, doing better with their picks overall, where we can actually trade and do whatever we want. Okay. God, you sound so I'm in. No, if you yeah. said, I don't know how to set that stuff up. I, don't, I, can, I know it's I know. not hard though. No, I've done. I think we should set it up and open it up to the Facebook group. Do eight of us. Do eight people? Yeah, and eight, and eight that's, which is about but the who, lowest you can do. No, 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 but who do we include? That's a lot of people that I don't want to exclude people in the group. Are you saying people in the group or other people? I'm saying people in the group. You make a post and you do, let's see here. Like, hey, funniest, leave it open for an hour only Mm -hmm. or whatever. You can do all this. I trust you. Sure. Why should you be in? 
It can be a serious reason. It can be something funny, whatever. We just randomly pick six people. Okay. I like it. Um, also, uh, I'm going to throw out there too, but guys, a platform to do this on. I've used a few different ones. ESPN, CBS has one. Um, yeah, I'd like to know your opinions on what you think is the best. We're not going to do it for money. This is just going to be for fun. Yes. Yeah, um, right. So, yeah. So maybe go. a league within the Facebook group, but also this other thing we're, we're talking about. I think that would be kind of fun. So you need to reach out to Simmons and Vernon then because they don't Bill, give me their numbers. So It's not going to take you a lot. You just have to draft five. That's it. You don't have to. Not a week-to-week Bill? thing. Do you Very think Bill's simple. listening right now? It's a podcast. So not, not right now, but in a few hours, maybe. <laughs> you think yeah, he's just thinking, listening? He's the only two people house. at the ringer who speak to us. I was thinking Simmons and Vernon, <laughs> me, you, Indy, and like one other guy. Lefko. He, he, was, he spoke to us oh, that Lefko, two, two times. I could ask Lefko. He might do it. All right. There you All go. Right. I have nothing else to say. But Sports Cards and Nonsense brought to you by the Ringer Podcast Network, powered by Spotify. Dog Park Time. I'm very excited. Going to turn this frown upside down. <laughs> Don't forget, if you haven't already, please sign up for the newsletter on the website, sportscardsnonsense.com. Uh, go under Hobby News. There's a section to sign up. We are almost at 1,000. Uh, we're almost at 800, I should say, which is almost to 1,000. Newsletter will drop this week. We haven't been promoting it like we should. I'll, I'll get back to that too. But yeah, the newsletter as well, it will have some features like from the podcast, but a lot of it will be more of a deep hobby dive on stuff that we don't put the time in on the show. Like stuff that really appeals do, to the card and niche, we appreciate niche community. So yeah, cool. All right, we'll see you guys on short break, by the way. Thursday. Yeah, one you day in between. Prepare yourself. I am counting on you to carry me Thursday. <laughs> <laughs>